This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Of all our senses, smell may well be the most emotionally powerful. It isn't just about detecting what's cooking on the stove or who dealt that silent but deadly fart. Smell allows our minds to connect with memories from the past, to quickly assess danger, and is key to the way we think about how things taste. Considering how important the sense of smell is, you'd think more people would pay closer attention to it. P.U. Today, the sweetly scented Peaches Christ joins us to talk about smell and why so many drag queens are so stinky. What causes us to smell so bad? And how to freshen up your costumes, wigs, and your own body to smell your very best. Plus, our favorite smells and how companies use scents to get us to buy more shit. Chinese pilots get their armpits sniffed during job interviews. Edible perfume. Things that make you smell bad from the inside out. And some simple fixes to smell like a rose. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Hi, Peaches Christ. It's me, Fausto Fernos. And me, Mark Filian. And for some reason, I'm talking like Lady Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I like your new voice. <laughs> Hi, how you doing, hunty? Lady Bunny has made it into American pop culture. Now she was on, uh, what was it? Millionaire? Well, technically, she's, she was a, uh, the wrong answer in a quiz in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And, you know, really? Lady Bunny is the wrong answer to most questions. (laughs) Oh, my God. What was the question? Having been mistaken for a presidential candidate, Ron Paul, who responded to reporters' questions that his platform is six inches and covered in rhinestones? Is it A, RuPaul, B, Lady Bunny, C, Lady Chablis, and D, Lady Hedda Lettuce? What's your answer, Peaches Christ? And you don't get to phone a friend. Lady Bunny. Oh, That's the wrong, wrong answer. answer. No, you already knew that was the wrong answer. What is, what, seriously, what, who, do you, who would you, I mean, this is supposed to be the easy question. RuPaul. That's right. Yay. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Bye. <laughs> it was lovely speaking you, to you both. You stink at that game. I do. I think at uh, most uh, quiz shows. I really stink at it. Really, I'm good at trivia. If it's trivia, I'm good at it. Well, it's good that we're doing this show over with you over the phone, so we don't we can't tell whether you smell good or bad, or whether you just farted. I just would like to say for the record that I'm actually quite good at it, but the first rule of improv is to agree with what's pitched your way. <laughs> so when Mark, for example, said to me that I stink at it, it was my job to accept that comment, whether it's true or not. 
Well, I don't think that you stink. But when I came up with this idea of things that make you smell bad, I actually thought of you. And let me tell you why. Not because you smell bad, but over the summer. I know, I don't. Over the summer, I had some peaches. They were, you know, they were fresh. They were delicious. They were wonderful. And then a few hours later, I was, or maybe it was like the next day or something. I was just like, what is that foul stench emanating from my ass? And it was the peaches. Never in my life have I ever eaten something that tasted so good and came out so foul. Has that happened? Because you don't even like peaches, do you? To eat. I do. I like peaches. I enjoy a bit. But I'm real picky. Not picky, but I think fruit and vegetables uh, can really vary as far as, like, you know, their their level of deliciousness. Mm-hmm. So if a peach isn't perfectly ripe, like that summer, sweet, delicious, soft peach, mm-hmm. um, I can be disgusted by it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a great a perfect peach. There's nothing better than that. It is delicious. I would imagine it would be a form of cannibalism for you to be consuming a peach. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Kind of. Well, and today's show is all about the power of scent uh, in influencing how we think and relate to each other, how we access our memories, and even how we interact with other people. Because of all entertainers, I would say, that are on a national level... Drag queens are the ones that interact on a face-to-face level with the public the most. They're the ones who go to clubs, they exchange dollar bills, they travel, they, they photograph themselves with the fans more than any other reality television star. And so in a way, we're doing this show as a, as a public service announcement for drag queens everywhere. Watch your stink, girl, because you are rank. Because there's a lot, well, lot of layers you know, there. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the other thing, you know, about it is that drag queens, by and large, and, and I'm allowed to say this, uh, smell like shit, quite <laughs> frankly. Why do you say that? They do. But I mean, wh- am I lying? No, it, it, some it, of them it, do. It's, it, it's just Let's a known thing that drag queens typically, more often than not, do not smell good. So, so they're fun to look at, and they're beautiful to behold, you know, uh-huh. great for photos, but up close and personal, you might want to carry some Febreze if you're going to do, you know, a, a, a photo with a drag queen. Um, it's usually not a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. You so know? you're saying, like, if you approach, uh, you know, let's say Juju B. Or Nina Flowers. Nina Flowers does not smell like flowers, so bring your Febreze and spray her before you stand next I to her. I actually stood next to Pandora Box once and was having a talk with her, and I said, girl, you smell like Febreze. And she tried to tell me that it wasn't Febreze, that it was like some kind of perfume. Like, it's White Lilies by somebody or other. I'm just like, mm, no, that's Febreze. So some, yeah, that's the other on thing they do. You know what they do? What? Drag queens? Hmm. I'm going to tell you some secrets. Uh, they're like French people. They just pour on perfume, cologne, Febreze, whatever, to try to mask their really nauseating stench. <laughs> and, um, well, but, but, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is that stench is still there. You know when someone lights a match after they take a nasty shit? Mm-hmm. And all you smell is sort of the sulfur, but really, you know those shit particles are still up in your nose. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what... Uh, 
the drag queen perfume mm. trick is doing. Well, it's let's identify to fool you. Mm-hmm. Let's identify where these smells come on in drag queen. Let's stop with. Let's start with the top. The wig. The the, the wig. When, when you're wearing a it's wig, everything. Yes. The when wig, you're wearing a wig, sure. you're hot, so you're sweating. And a wig, you don't really wash a wig. So if you've been wearing you a wig, can, for a- you can, but it's a lot of work because mm-hmm. if you if you style a wig and it looks great, uh. And, and and you can you can get more than one use out of it. Let's say mm-hmm. you are not going to take that wig home and stick it in the bathtub and wash it out, only to have to you know reset it and style it again. You're going to make that wig last for as long as possible. So imagine what that artificial wig smell with the artificial spray. You know, just mm-hmm. basically, it's like a it's like a kind of like a bug net <laughs> up there, just attracting every insect in the air, every smell, and God forbid there should be smoking allowed in whatever, you know, um, environment you're in, or that your wig mistress, like one of my wig mistresses, does smokes at home in her house, because your wig will will trap whatever odor um, is in the air. Mm. Well, it, we it, because it's highly in, porous. In nice environments. Of, of, of all a drag queen's costume ensemble, a wig has the most surface area, is the most porous if it's made out of human hair. And um, and even the, the synthetic stuff, uh, it, it'll absorb the scents so much. So what can a drag queen do who's broke-ass poor and only has one wig? Like, uh, let's say um, here in Chicago, um, now uh, uh, Miss Fousey, who only owns one wig... Um, <laughs> What? Ms. Fousey should have a Kickstarter yeah. campaign. Uh, you know, she's popular. I mean, even I know who Ms. Fousey is. You know, she's like Chicago's Chicago royalty. Maybe she should get like a, um, even if, if she wants to have one look, we should buy, you know, she should have a Kickstarter campaign to buy uh, a bulk supply of the same wig. You know, maybe so the, like so the, school, the, the answer for a drag queen who wants to maintain a consistent look like Coco Peru, and I told this to Coco's like, girl, you need to buy more than just one wig. <laughs> <laughs> they just, sell it at Target sure now. They sell it at Target. I'm, sh- you know? I'm sure she has more than one wig, don't you think? I mean, I can tell you for a fact that uh, Elvira has more than one wig. Mm-hmm. You know, can, we sold can one of those imagine? wigs as a fundraiser, and it, it kind of it's it smelled, but it smelled like perfumey. It wasn't. I was going to say, if there's one drag queen that I know does not smell bad, I will I will spill the tea. I'm not going to name names on who smells really bad, but I will tell you. We know you is at the top bad. of that list. Heclina smells like shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but <laughs> you know, El- <laughs> but Elvira does not smell. She okay. smells I mean, she smells really good. But the the cheap answer to that problem is take your wig out in the sun and the sun is a natural not only disinfectant but it also kills a lot of the chemicals of the, the molecules and compounds that are in your hair to and you can take and you put your wig anywhere but just leaving it out in the sun for an hour can do wonders to freshen up your wig. Well, when I lived in Germany, I would always see people, they would hang their sweaters outside in the winter. I was like, why do they do that? And it's to get rid of like the smell and to kind of clean it, because just even being out in the air, the force of the friction of the air against the, the woolen sweaters will remove some of those particles and freshen it yeah. up. Okay, the, the, You're the, careful yeah. with the wig, though, because if it's too breezy, you know, she could, she could uh, deflate. Hmm. The second uh, m- biggest culprit of drag queen... Uh, well, actually, it's not the biggest culprit, but it's one underlooked and underused approach to freshening up your scent as a drag queen is that a lot of drag queens are men. 
who did not grow up with their mothers and sisters telling them and reminding them to wash their brushes. And so the brushes that you use to apply foundation and powder onto your face and the, and the pads get really, really stinky. And so when you're applying makeup onto your face, you're applying literally, you know, feces onto your face. Oh. <laughs> Mold and... and, is, and that, this, is that why Sherry Vine paints is, so dark? It's is, feces? No, this one is reaching a little bit. I no, I say. swear to God, you can do it's miracle funny, really. by washing it's, your brush. Well, have you ever been in like a room with old ladies? They smell like makeup boxes. Yes. And sometimes, you know, drag queens, they smell like a makeup box. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that. But I'm just thinking, like, someone's face literally smells like shit. That's, well, I'm not saying that, it, smell, it smells like one. old lady box. And, and the, way to, the, re, the reason that you're smelling that is because the makeup has been uh, molding up in the brush. Because there's moisturizer, yeah, there's moisture, there's true. oil. So wash your brushes. You'll go a long way. The third and thing. Uh-huh. Ladies, use dish soap. Dish detergent is so great at getting all that shit out of your brushes. And it's really gentle. It won't wreck your brush. And then the third thing, and the most important thing, besides, you know, use deodorant, take a shower, brush your hair underneath your wig, keep that clean, is your teeth. And unfortunately, a lot of drag queens Mm. um, will be happy to spend $300 on a new wig, but won't spend $75 to go see a dentist. Yeah, oral hygiene is a big one. But, you know, none of these, I think, are the biggest. What's the biggest one? The biggest really is that we wear very expensively made, custom made, elaborate costumes that are really difficult to properly clean. You cannot take a peach's gown to the dry cleaner. They literally look at you like you, you've just, you know, walked in an elephant or something. <laughs> um, because they, they're, they're complicated garments. They're oftentimes covered in sequins, so they're just they're very, very difficult to clean. So in fairness to all of us, we don't clean our shit as often as we should. And they need you, you, you need to do it by hand, and you need to do it yourself, uh, you know, oftentimes. And, you know, of course, prevent yourself from sweating in it as much as you possibly can. But the reality of it is, is we're wearing really heavy clothes on top of undergarments, which are constricting and heavy. And we're oftentimes in front of high powered lighting that makes us sweat and is hot. Um, so I think more than anything, a lot of times you can, okay, for example, I have borrowed things from drag queens that I have not been able to put on without actually gagging. One time I had to, I had to, sh- I had to actually change an entire look for, uh, for, a, not, uh, you know, for a night because the, the garment was passed to me. I pulled it out of the garment bag and I retched. I dropped to my knees and I retched like a dog because it smelled so bad. Oh my I God. couldn't wear it. Oh my God. So now- I think the clothes actually, the clothing and the costumes have so much to do with it. Because I think most drag queens shower before they get ready, you know. I would think I, so. I don't know that it's personal hygiene as much as it's garment upkeep. Well, the, the thing is, like, how do you wash an item like that? I know, like, Joan Rivers, like, she says she doesn't wash her outfits, like, in between gigs because, you know, they're very expensive. She's on the road. She can't get a dry cleaner. And so she yeah. would uh, douse them with vodka. Well, I mean, a lot of them are using Febreze, which mm-hmm. I don't think is an appropriate substitute. What I do is I spot clean them. So 
So if there's any sort of area, and now I'm going to be really disgusting, like mm. the crotch or the <laughs> armpits that need extra attention, mm. you need to you need to figure out a way to clean those garments. What? Or well, yeah, if a garment reeks, you should have a friend tell you to retire it. You know, I wonder. I sometimes I think there are certain drag queen friends of mine. I am convinced they cannot smell themselves mm. because if they could. They wouldn't leave the house. Do you think you could put it in front of a fan or something, and or hang it up outside? Maybe. Hang but, it. You know, I that, don't know why drag, sort of drag body queens, odor yeah. smell and those heavy fabrics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They need to be scrubbed sometimes. But, but I would say a lot of uh, of the garments would benefit just by hanging outside the window of a drag queen. But then again, a you know a pelican or another drag queen might fly by and steal it, <laughs> and so maybe that's yeah. why they don't hang it outside. But uh, I'm yeah. really, really paranoid about all of these things. Also, you've got to clean your undergarments, ladies. You've got to clean your panties. You've got to clean your hosiery. You've got to buy new stuff. You know, I have friends, I swear to God, uh, I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating. I don't think Mark Heine has bought new panties for about 10 years. Well, and like, the, you know, all that padding and stuff that dry queens use, I would imagine that probably absorbs a lot of odor, too unbelievable amounts of odor. So how do you wash something like that? I'm not going to name names, but one time (laughs) in my dressing room, Mm -hmm. a drag queen had just performed. It was very, very hot on stage, and we had another show to do, and I walked into the dressing room, and I I felt like I was hit in the face by a wall of stench, and I saw her with a hair dryer blowing dry her padding, her Mm -hmm. pads, she had not washed them. She was blowing, you know, drying, which to me means you're just taking all that sweat. You're locking it in, the, you know, you, you know, sitting there with a hair dryer. Mm. It was like if someone took a bowel movement and stuck it in the oven. That's what it was like. <laughs> Walking into my dressing room that day. Mark, oh. back to that Joan Rivers idea uh-huh. of vodka being a powerful uh, deodorant. She didn't actually like uh, pour vodka. She put it in a spray bottle. Yeah, she would put it in a spray bottle. And so vodka is, you know, it's typically it's half water, half alcohol. And I think that, you know, alcohol does something to it. Because, like, when you do dry cleaning, I don't know exactly what the process is. I think it's a powder they use or something. Or it's some kind of, like, weird it's, liquid. It's very uh, volatile chemicals. Yeah. And so the process... Of the, of the chemical itself evaporating pulls off some of the scent and mm-hmm. stain with it, mm. and and so mm. that's that's kind of what Joan Rivers is talking about when you spray your your garments. You can also a cheaper and easier solution is just to, to use water and uh, rubbing alcohol. Well, some things though is you just can't get water on this fabrics. You cannot put water on it, or else it, it marks sure. them and it changes them, and uh, you'll never get it back. Whereas you know, like with my, and also too, it's like it depends on what kind of laundry detergent you use. But like when I wash my woolen sweaters, I just put them on the gentle cycle in the washing machine with a little bit of dish soap because the dish soap doesn't remove all the oils. Whereas laundry detergent would remove those oils and change the nature of the fabric. Now, this happened to me yesterday. I was at the gym, and I thought, I'm like, I'm going to put this cute polyester cotton t-shirt. It looks great on me. Um, it was had been washed. I thought it had been washed. It smelled just fine. And within 20 minutes of being on my body, my t-shirt started stinking up really, really bad. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And I had remembered a friend of mine telling me that those those uh, American Apparel cotton polyester T-shirts, like they absorb body odors really bad. And after a while, they start stinking. Um, and I was just like, what the hell do I do? I mean, it just it just reeked. Well, you should have washed. It was it already was washed. washed. Yeah. Hmm. And so, so so your body, because you heated it up, you kind of released some of those things again. That there were traps. So one thing that people recommend is when you have some a garment that is just stinks so much that even after washing it, it still smells bad, is soak it in a very strong solution of uh, baking soda and perhaps vinegar or alternate with that. Um, because those strong chemicals, I mean, the baking soda especially, really uh, t- helps to break that stuff apart. And, of course, OxyClean and those kind of things also mm-hmm. do a really good job. The smell is so important because I actually like, looked at human genes and they've discovered that 3% of our genes are dedicated to smelling. Really? And I he- love, I mean, my strongest associations, are, when you asked me to do this show, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a great idea for a show because my strongest associations are, are with smell. You know, mm. well, the thing um, is, like, what the the smell is is that your olfactory bulb is it's it's part of your brain's limbic system and it's closely associated with memory and feeling. And so they kind of like you know that your limbic system is like your emotional brain. And so when you smell something as a child, let's say it's like a, a pool, you uh, like the chlorine from a pool, you'll have that association with you probably for the rest of your life. So if you're like a kid who almost drowned in a pool, like you know the smell of chlorine chlorine might terrify you, but another kid who enjoyed swimming like that. That's going to bring back memories of like you know leisure and fun. Yeah, and you so, have uh-huh. um, super strong associations. I can tell you what my strangest one is. What's that? A, sm- a smell that I really, really, really love that gives me a rush. And mm-hmm. I've noticed this now when I smell it, and it's not the appropriate time, which is the smell of nightclub fog juice. <laughs> <laughs> which which is funny because I was like somewhere a few years ago and, and, and I smelled it and I got, I was like, maybe I was in a Halloween superstore or something. I was like, oh, really excited. And someone was like, oh my God, that smells terrible. And I'm like, no, I love that smell. I love that smell. And I realized for me, it's so closely tied to the show about to start because usually before 
we start one of my events mm -hmm. before Peaches hits the stage in order to really enrich the lighting and make, you know, to you put ambiance. Yeah, they pump, they pump the, 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 the venue full of fog right before I come out. Mm -hmm. And so I associate that smell, that very specific smell with the show is just about to start. Well, and, and I also I think the the artificial smog or fog is kind of the same effect that like sitting in a men's steam room has that the man looks more attractive because there's a natural <laughs> Gaussian blur. The RuPaul effect. Yes. And so, yeah, so Peaches like puts that effect on our audience. Artificial smell, you know mm -hmm. the, the the juice that they pour into the machine right. has I, a, a very specific scent to it. Well, the smell of autumn, like those leaves, always just reminds me of just like school. No matter where I'm at, I'm like I always have like this instant thing. Like I'm like I should be in school right now, and then I have to. To like cut that down. Here's an interesting phenomenon that happened to me last year. Is I, I start my sister gave me for Christmas a well, it was two years ago uh, one of those neti pot bottles, squirt bottles that's really good at cleaning out your nose because I'm, I'm naturally a very congested nasal person. And one of the consequences of that of spraying cleaning my nose on a on a daily basis is I started becoming much more aware of people's scent. And started picking up on whether they were horny or not. And it happened to me because we were at a movie theater sitting next to this, this handsome man and this woman. And they were like making out throughout most of the movie. And they were just like hot and heavy. And I was like, oh, isn't, isn't that nice, Mark? And Mark's like, shush. The movie's, I'm watching the movie. I'm watching the movie. And so at the end of the movie, we're, we're all kind of pressed up against each other. And we're going outside. And I'm just like got hit by this wall of man scent and it was a very different kind of scent like a very different kind of reaction it was like hitting me on an erotic level and it was not not a like a fetish kind of thing it was like was this man was releasing musk because he was horny for this woman and i happened to smell it and so ever since then like and sometimes it comes and goes but i like i'm very good at once you pick up what like actual pheromones smell like. Which well, you can't they don't really smell. smell pheromones. But once your brain, once your, I mean, you you inhale them through your you nose. You can smell their musk, and maybe that's a turn on for you. You can actually, you're not smelling. It's kind of a strange experience because it's kind of like it's like looking at nothing but still seeing something. And I know it's a kind of a blo it, you know it's a mind blowing kind of experience <laughs> when you smell nothing. But you sense something. Well, you could also, I mean, there's also, you're probably picking up on other clues to them being horny. The fact that they're making out and they're doing other things. So you're putting it all together and then you're probably smelling like maybe his crotch or but, something. But, I mean, pheromones are actually a real thing, yes. Mark. You're, 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 Absolutely. You're saying, like, there's no science behind it. It's superstitious. But you're saying that you're smelling this person's pheromones. But, and yes, you are smelling this person's pheromones, but you're not actually smelling it because you can't smell it. You're just like angry because you spent 30 years of your life chain smoking, and your nose is so numb well, that so it cannot no pick up on that. There's no science backing what you're saying. There's they, a lot of science about say you it. don't actually, like, your body receives that information, but you don't actually smell a pheromone. And you don't well, smell it. Well, what I'm it. saying is that I was reacting to but my I, body. Listen, I can smell musk, you're, too. You're trying to negate my own personal experience mm -hmm. without actually, like, doing any research of yourself. I've done and research on it. that's not scientific, either. I've done research on it, and I know about pheromones. The thing is that my body... And I've and I've uh, talked about this with other people is that sometimes you can actually have a visceral reaction to scents without even picking up on them. That scents are so powerful that yeah. uh, it's our ability. It's not even the way scent works is that our noses are picking up on chemicals 
going in through our noses. Whether our brains well, interesting can detect the them or not is, is, could, is irrelevant. Yeah. yeah, but you could uh, be in, uh, ingesting those pheromones, but smelling. So, like, you have an erotic reaction to the pheromones, but like, thank God you weren't smelling. You know, Feces. I don't know. <laughs> Something totally disgusting. You know. Well, yeah, absolutely, and and that's maybe I think some re- part of the reason why guys uh, or women fetishize being shit on or pooping during sex <laughs> is because uh, you know that the brain uh, gets cross wired and starts associating food or or other types of scents with the acts of sex or being aroused. Do you know anybody, though, that actually what likes to be shit on? I know There's that... um websites uh, for it. The, the, the popular musical singer, um, Dave Matthews, loves to shit upon people. We've and, heard. Uh, allegedly. Because, you know, he did uh, have his tour bus go over that bridge here in Chicago and released his toilet on a whole boatload of people. And we talked to a woman who said that she was in his uh, hotel room and uh, he her tried friend. to... Her friend. Her friend was. Mm-hmm. And he tried to kick the... The glass coffee table out from under her, so he could oh, poop really? on her. Yeah, so he was like, "You can get underneath the coffee table, and I'll poop on top of the table, so you don't get dirty." And then, of course, when I the a- think- sex started happening, he kicked the table and tried to poop on her. <laughs> that's she. That's <laughs> the girl said no. She never went to the hotel room with him, but he did offer to shit on top of the glass table. So, if a celebrity ever tries to poop on you, like Heckelina, for example, people. Don't trust it because the coffee table can be moved easily. Yes, at the last minute, just when you think you're safe, they kick it away and plop, plop, right in your face. So let's talk about actually things besides drag queens for the Mm -hmm. rest of us. What things that make us smell bad that, of course, like the teeth is so important, but brushing your tongue is a really easy thing to do. And a lot of people don't realize that when you're done brushing your teeth, you can brush your tongue for a little bit and that cleans out your mouth quite a bit. It's true. And also, too, like uh, toweling off after showering. Some people, like, they tower, you know, if, especially if they have, like, folds of skin or if they don't go, like, in between their ass crack, that moisture in there can create, like, fungus and other things like that that will later on smell. So dry off thoroughly. And people who cut out the carbs when they are on a low-carb diet um, tends to, for some reason, a chemical reaction gives them really, really bad breath. It's the proteins, the proteins, because you have too much proteins in, in, uh, in relation to your carbohydrates, and that will give you bad breath. And even though I'm a, uh, I'm a good proponent of a, of a modified paleolithic diet, which is, you know, lots of vegetables and um, some meats, um, I also think that some carbs are definitely have a place in your diet, and... Um, and the best way to lose weight is to reduce the caloric consumption and, and you know, raise your metabolism by doing a lot more cardio. And so exercise is a great way. People think that exercise makes you smell bad. Actually, exercise makes you smell really good because it gets your body circulating and breathing. And all that, all that circulation and detoxification of your body actually releases and removes a lot of the bad mm-hmm. scents in your body. There's also some, it depends also what you eat will make you smell too. So items such as curry, garlic, and other spices, you know, they can not only cause bad breath, but they'll also give you body odor because when you digest foods, they're usually, you know, they're processed uh, differently and they, they don't really get processed uh, in the right way. So they come out through your pores. And so you literally smell like curry. So if you've ever been like in a steam room with somebody that's just eaten a lot of garlic or oh. had a lot of curry, I mean, 
it just reeks sometimes. I was at one of those 24-hour gyms one time, and I and I went into the steam room thinking, ooh, it's going to be sexy, fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I sit down, and three, I swear to God, they were talking about their cabs and their cab fares. Three middle, I don't know what origin, country of origin they were, but Middle Eastern cab drivers came in and sat in the steam room with me, and they reeked. I couldn't, I was just like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I had to get up and get out of there. It was like the, it was crazy. Well, black people say that white people smell like either wet dog, I've heard, and I've also heard that white people smell like wet chicken. (laughs) I'm just kind of like, wet chicken? What do you smell like, peaches? Um, I don't know, but I have to tell you, all of this conversation kind of gives me anxiety because I'm definitely like paranoid. I think, if anything, I probably smell like coffee, like Teacher's Lounge. Mm-hmm. You remember growing up? You like- do smell like Teacher's I've been in your apartment. It didn't <laughs> remind me of like a cozy, warm feeling of hanging out with your favorite teacher in, in like elementary Aww. school. And it yeah, had that- no, it's very, very Teacher's Lounge, except without the smoking. Mm. But it, you know what your apartment makes smelled like to me is coffee and finger paint. <laughs> I don't huh. remember what your place smelled like, but it was. A I very remember nice place. it very clearly, and it because mm-hmm. the thing about the, the especially like homes that have been lived in a lot in San Francisco, they have this kind of like art school hippy dippy kind of thing going on there, and and there was coffee, but it but there was this like, and maybe it's because you have a lot of like bright colors in your homes, and and um, lots of arts and crafts coming in and out of your life, and so I'm mm-hmm. smelling like the glue, I'm smelling like. You know, the, well, the I'm pretty minimalist. Paints. Like I, 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 for a drag queen, I'm really pretty good at keeping stuff out. But you're right. Like my walls are all painted, and I have paintings and art hanging up, and um, and I make coffee every day. Like I do drip coffee every day. And so one time, I remember someone came over and they were like, "Teachers Lounge," and I knew exactly what they meant. <laughs> wow. Teacher, you know. Professor, Mrs. Peaches mm-hmm. Christ. We had people like come over to the house, uh, Bruce Valanche even, and, and then my upstairs neighbor was just like, oh, it smells like curry in here. And I was just kind of like, so I've kind of like cut down on my curry, because I was cooking with curry like every day for a while. And I it, like the smell of curry, though. Yeah. I have to say, like, I, as far as, as smells go, like, I don't mind the smell of curry. Like, I like that. I mean, Indian people can often smell like curry mm-hmm. uh, for, for obvious reasons. And that, to me, is very non-offensive. I think curry is a nice smell. I have to say, though, garlic, when it's coming through someone's system, like especially the day after someone's eaten a lot of garlic, I think that's, ugh, it's so... Especially so when, you, gross. when you hook up with somebody, I've hooked up with some guys before, and it's like God, they they just to me they tasted like Chinese sausage because like this kind of garlicky sausage taste. Yeah, <laughs> and now I'm really aware because like. We'll go, I'll go out to eat with my boyfriend, and he won't eat any sort of raw onion. Um, and and it's because he doesn't like the taste of it later. Like, he likes the taste of it, you know, on his food and stuff, but he doesn't like, you know, that his mouth tastes like it an hour later. Mm. So I've found that I now cut out raw onion because I'm paranoid that I'm going to smell like this thing that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I don't know. I definitely don't. I don't want to be. Um, I don't want to be the person that smells. <laughs> well, one thing that will really help you and everybody who wants to eat your favorite foods is, you know, your plate comes with a side of parsley um, for a reason. At the end of your meal, 
chew on that parsley. Parsley is a very powerful uh, antioxidant and detoxifant uh, in your body. And uh, another fabulous thing, which if, if you don't try this, you should, is just take fresh organic parsley and puree it with some cucumbers and some uh, avocado and make yourself like a green smoothie and drink that. And man, I'll tell you, it's like you smell like a roses. In fact, some, there's actually commercial products that are considered in the, in the category of body deodorants, um, which uh, the most popular one and the most consumed one is parsley oil. And you're consuming parsley oil will make the rest of your body smell really good. And now there's actually um, they're marketing all sorts of different um, body perfumes ba- that you consume from the inside out. You eat them. And, and another one is a, a pop- it's a candy or something like that. Isn't there a candy perfume? There's a candy perfume and it's made out of uh, Bulgaria. But th- there's uh, lots of different versions of this. And most its key ingredient is actually rose oil or, mm. or, or, or different types of flowers. And so your body um, digests it and goes into your skin. And when it evap, when your sweat evaporates, you actually smell a lot mm-hmm. better. The innovative technology uh-huh. behind Dio perfume candy is based on research by Japanese scientists. Their studies showed that when ingested, rose oil exudes aromatic compounds such as geranol through the skin. When evaporating through the skin, geranol aromatizes it with a beautiful rose fragrance. Mm-hmm. So you just eat this candy; it'll clean you from the inside out. Now there was a, a gum that was uh, manufactured in Japan, and and, and that article that you're looking at mm-hmm. that um, was marketed as Otoku Kaoru, which translates as man scent. Mm. So it was Japanese gum that smelled like a dude. Yummy. And it went out well, of business. What do you guys think about man scent? Because right now in uh, California, I'm not sure if it's this way in Chicago. Um, I think it's a hipster thing, maybe a gay hipster thing. I actually like a little bit of man scent. Like, I don't mind if someone's a little bit freshly ripe, you know, mm-hmm. where you smell sure. a little hint of it. But um, right now, it's it's almost like it's it's a, in a, in a, competi- a competition for extreme body odor. Like, you go to a hip <laughs> gay club, and people fucking reek. Have you noticed this? I noticed that, um, you know, especially when the news item of that guy from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, Sean, he he got kicked out of his gym. In L.A. In L.A., which was L.A. Fitness. For smelling. For smelling too much and not wearing deodorant. And I think if you're working out with a gym, you need to give people the, you know, people don't have the choice of of to be next to you because you have to work out next to each other. Whereas at a club, you can, if you don't like how a person smells, you walk away from them. Mm. Or if you don't like a homeless person smells, you walk away from the homeless person. But um, if you're in a forced proximity, like for, say, an elevator or as a co-worker, I think it's a, you want to be considerate and wear a little bit of deodorant or at least you know scrub underneath your armpits so you have a clean body scent. So uh, that, right. that man scent, though, I, I haven't really experienced that here so much in Chicago. Probably more like because in a leather bar, you might find something like that. But maybe you're going to it's it's man spent uh, mixed with leather. But I also think, though, too, in, in California, especially in San Francisco, you might have a climate for that more so, I think, because you guys are always have that perennial kind of like 60, 70 degrees. People wear lots of layers. Maybe they don't sweat so much so that they don't really have to bathe so much, whereas here in Chicago, it's like we live in such extreme weathers, uh, extreme weather that, you know, people are either bundled up or they're, you know, practically naked. 
So I just I haven't smelled it. We hung out at one bar that had a lot. Uh, a Sid, one of our listeners, Sid Payne, mm-hmm. um, who smells fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Shout like, out to you, Sid. Bring it on, baby. I, I mean, he had a little bit of mm-hmm. a hipster body odor kind of thing, you know. And and it's like he worked at a night. I, I apologize mm-hmm. to Sid and his nightclub because I'm blanking out on the name. Uh, but powerhouse, I think it was Powerhouse. Yeah. yeah, and we hung out there with Sharon Needles, who was like. She was like mm, a dog at a steak factory, <laughs> walking really? around and just just sniffing everything. Because a lot of hipsters were there, a lot of hot muscular. She was hipsters. trying to sniff cocaine, Fausto. Is that what it was? Yes. Oh, that's what it was. Well, I got to tell you, I I really <laughs> love that stuff. And as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring. The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've even shocked and embarrassed like people because I'll I'll be at a nightclub and this guy like lifts up in his armpit and I'm and I start licking it. And Mark and I were at a at a um, hustler bar in Florida in Miami, and the guy was like, "I'll charge you two hundred dollars to have sex with me." And Mark's like, "Are you crazy? Do I look like I have to pay to have sex?" And here I am on the other corner of the bar like. With one of the other hustlers, like making out and licking his arm. That's not how it went. He was like, he's like, we could have a real good time. I'm like, oh, and I wasn't interested because he was obviously a hustler. I said, oh, I'm here with my boyfriend. And he goes, oh, him. And then I look over and Foster's like licking some stripper's armpit. It's, oh, it tastes, that'd God. probably be a good bar night for somebody. Just call it like man scent. Like, please don't wear deodorant. And I bet people would just fucking go crazy for that. Because scent is mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when, when we, of course, we've, uh, associate body odor with pheromones, and so when we smell those those uh, body odors, where our brains are immediately going, sex is about to happen, and so get ready. Sometimes I wear like my jock strap for a couple of days, and then uh, give it to somebody to smell. And you they, do? And they love it. That's horrifying. <laughs> well, they say this, the sexiest perfume. <laughs> the se- well, because it's, it's mostly just it's mostly just you know because it's the cock smell without the ass smell. Oh my That's god! What it is. And so, uh, but they say the sexiest smells like for perfume tend to have like a touch of white flower and vanilla with a musky base. Even for men. So I have well, a question that's like for, for you perfume. regarding that jockstrap thing. Yes. <laughs> Do you? 
<laughs> take a shower during that time. Oh yeah, of course. The jock strap. And then you the put jock strap does on not on your dirty jock strap. Well, why why are you calling it dirty? Because <laughs> it's used. You yeah, already but, worn uh, it. But I, I wore it for an hour or two well, hours. No, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it, it's you no know, for for that ripe uh, you jock. You wear it for a few days. Yes. Oh no. I mean for a few. Like, but it goes back in the gym bag. So it's like, oh, it's, so it's, I it's see, I so see. you wear Not it. like you're wearing it under your clothes all day long. No, 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 no. Come on. I'm a lady. I wear underwear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except when I need support. And then I wear the, that you know, goes all crazy. if you're running or if you're doing squats or you're doing certain exercises, you want the, you want your boys in tight control there. On <laughs> Facebook, uh, Max Torchy, who he's actually met you, hasn't he? From Switzerland, right? You guys had a date. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He came to our events in Switzerland. He's very sweet. Uh, he says, Oh, Peaches. I heard Peaches loves Swiss fondue. <laughs> <laughs> you should offer her some with a big fresh glass of water full of ice. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> Please don't do it. I love her and I don't want her to get killed. And talking. You know why? Okay, go why, ahead. Why is he saying this? There's a story behind that. All right, what is Should it? I fi- tell the story and then I'll finish what he said? Okay, here's the story. Uh, you may know, and some of your listeners may know, that I don't drink alcohol. And I haven't drank for many years. And I've actually been to Switzerland to that same festival twice. And uh, the first time I went, they took me out to have a proper Swiss fondue which literally is a giant vat of the thickest, richest cheese in the middle of a table, and then bread. It's not like this fondue, the American fondue that we have here, where you have vegetables and broth and a chocolate dessert. It's just cheese, like a giant thing of thick, thick cheese, and you dip pieces of bread in it. Well, Mm -hmm. the whole time you're doing it, you're drinking beer with it, and... I don't drink beer, so I had a glass of ice water, and I just landed in Switzerland. Well, the reason you drink beer with your fondue is because the beer breaks down the cheese in your system. If you don't drink beer, the worst thing you could possibly drink with your fondue is ice water. So imagine, I've been on a plane for 14 hours, and I'm starving, they take you to eat nothing but cheese and bread, and you drink ice water with this melted cheese, an entirely giant ball of firmed up hardened cheese and bread (laughs) forms in your body. Mm -hmm. And in order to pass this ball, you literally have to give birth to a, like a 14 pound infant Mm -hmm. through your anus. Um... So this is what happened to me. Now do, you, now, do you understand when you came here to Chicago and you wanted Chicago-style pizza, Fausto and I refused to eat it? Do you understand okay, that now? Okay, you know, I had Chicago-style pizza while mm. I was in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I thought it was gross. <laughs> but you can't shit it out. No, it's disgusting. Yes. I don't know why you live there. I don't know why either. So so what happened to <laughs> your body kidding, at the end of the story? Because Oprah's not even there. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> What happened to your body at the end of the story? The men here are hot. What, what happened, happened to your body? To my body? Yeah. It was like I was constipated, and then I had to like 
you know, pass this ball. Well, of and that's cheese. and that's why like a, a bodybuilders at night uh, they take something called casein, which is the you know the same thing that's in cheese, and because it's a slow digesting protein, so when you're asleep, it digests while you're asleep. Uh, the reason that they take it is so there's there's uh, still protein being digested yeah. into the body while they're sleeping to avoid the which is a natural process mm-hmm. and it's a I I fluctuate back and forth with it I think actually catabolism is kind of important at growing muscle because and everybody's like listen to this what that's outrageous and part of it is because the bo- it's a natural process of the body mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to break things down. And because sometimes the body builds muscle in weird ways and, and it's, it's sorting things out. And so cannibalism, I think, is sometimes a good thing. And sometimes you want to have a, a belly full of casein when you go to bed. So it's not always – I don't think casein is a good every night kind of thing to do. But it's good to do on occasions when you didn't have a very late meal. Um, but anyways, uh, Max Turchi goes on to say, and talking about smell, there's nothing better than fondue. Enter a fondue restaurant and spend some time there and then go cruising for men. You'll smell cold, overcooked cheese. Mmm. So, I think he's being sarcastic. Oh, Success not granted. This is a good advice if you have a date you want to sabotage. Mmm. So he says that that the, the smell. I think uh, fondue is disgusting. I wouldn't. I like it. fondue. Well, the, but you don't like Chicago here. style pizza. I well, I like a fondue is not to me a meal. Fondue is like an appetizer, a snack. There's also like other types of fondue too, where it's like you cook meat in hot oil. They do that as well. That sounds so, yeah, good. Yeah, but they, these people in Switzerland, mm-hmm. they literally eat like a giant bucket of cheese for dinner. <laughs> it's like Wisconsin. You know, they go yeah, crazy. I think also maybe like crazy. biologically, some people have better abilities to mm-hmm. digest large amounts Probably. of cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's all wintry and snowy and. It, it's probably like, yeah, it's probably good for them or something. Right. And their bodies are adapted to it. Like, I think Europeans have more, uh, they're more tolerant of lactose, whereas, like, that could never happen, like, in China or in, like, Southern Africa, Sub Saharan Africa. They and even Latinos, too. Are like, they not good at it? They're not good at digesting any food. We're, <laughs> but, anyways, Klaus Lanthier, I used to enjoy smelling armpits, but now I prefer people to take showers and use a little bit of cologne. Mm. Uh, you know, for a while, and this comes in and out of fashion, especially in gay artists and hipsters, is not wearing deodorant. When I first met Tim Miller, the performance artist, in 1992, the rage of, on, in all those performance art types in Los Angeles um, was not wearing body odor because deodorant is part of a man it's part of the system that is oppressing you people mm. and if you wear that you're really limiting your body's true potential i don't always wear deodorant though especially if i'm feeling good and i also keep like a little bit of coconut oil in the in the in the shower and sometimes i just use a little bit of coconut oil on my armpits yeah i don't i do not wear deodorant uh, i do not put deodorant on every day Maybe you don't that's need the it. San Franciscan in me. I, 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 because I, I, I do think too much of it is a bad thing. Um, so I just wear it when I think you know I need it, or if I, you know, if I at all smell myself, then you know I wear it. But you know, I can go a few days. I don't wash my hair every day either. No, you know, you I should. rinse it, but I don't wash it every day. There's also, uh, you know, there's a lot of women out there that said that they don't use antiperspirant because they're worried about breast cancer. That there might be some kind of correlation there. 
I never use antiperspirant. Yeah, I don't use pretty, antiperspirant, but I support people who now. want to. Mm-hmm. If you want to yeah. wear, use it, go for it. It's not, you know, there are, if, the I mean, thing I, is, people so, freaking out about this, but they chain smoke and drink all the time, and come on. Well, the thing about antiperspirant, too, is like if you want to uh, have your armpits licked, you don't want to have yes. antiperspirant on because that's not very good on that person's tongue. Worst thing to do <laughs> is when you lick someone's armpit and you get a mouthful of alum, yes. which is the key ingredient in antiperspirant. Because, you know, there's, there's actually like there's two kinds of like sweat you have. There's one that's like all over your body and it's like mm-hmm. on your palms and your hands and your feet and everything. And then there's the other kind that's the apocrine glands that the develop when you're in puberty and that's mainly around like um your like your, your genital areas and your underarm and that's why and those are the ones that kind of that's the sweat that smells um what's your tra- favorite yeah. smell getting ready for the show i was trying to think of like what what is my favorite smell well i really dig vanilla mm-hmm. and i love the smell of, of uh, gel green jello but sexually, I love a man's armpit. I love the smell of canvas. I think canvas, especially if it's like kind of like um, old canvas. What do you mean? Like I don't. I it always remembers, and I, I smell it every now and then on something. Whereas, like you know, my, we used to have this tent that my father had. You know, it was this old canvas tent, and we used to like play. You know whatever when we were kids and every now and then i like i smell that canvas and it brings me back to that smell oh yeah see it's association for me Mm -hmm. one of the other smells besides fog juice that i love and you'd think that i would be sick of it by now but i'm not is the first batch of popcorn popped in a movie theater you do a, have strong a, associations a as a per- you love being Peaches Christ, don't you, Joshua? <laughs> I do. I must. I must really like what I do. I guess that's a good thing because I love the smell of popcorn, mm. and I love. Yeah, I like the smell of the fog juice. Um, that those two things I, I, mm. I'm very, very fond of. I made popcorn for somebody once, like on the stove, uh, not too long ago, and they they said like I didn't realize you could cook popcorn on the stove like that. They had always, really? they'd never had popcorn that didn't come out of a microwave. And this is like the, you know, it, it requires the skill of boiling in an egg <laughs> to, yeah. to make popcorn on a stove. So it's like, you know, kudos to the uh, microwave popcorn lobby that's brainwashed Americans into thinking popcorn can only be made in a microwave. Now, I, I think it's really great to, and that's why I think we love you so much, Peaches, Joshua. Is because you are so passionate and so enthusiastic about being a drag queen and a movie tycoon and enthusiast and film director. And you can always tell that there's a lot of passion and love in all the things that you do. Um, I do. I mean, I yeah. guess I do. I do. Because I was thinking about it. But then I, I also like some of the cliched things, too. Like, I think there's nothing better than than smelling an ocean, mm. you know, when you get into in front of a giant body of water, and I don't care where it is, like I've, I've smelled oceans, you know, all around the world. There's, there's just something so incredibly refreshing when that salty sea air, you know, mm. hits you. I love that. I love that smell. Now in China, interviewers are now smelling the armpits of would-be pilots to see if they suffer from body odor. Um, according to the news item that we found, uh, the, the one the one of the interviewers was quoted to say, "Our staff work very closely with the public, and no passenger wants to smell a pilot's armpits. If they can keep cool in this test, they're going not to be sweating in the cockpit." Mm. 
And then one guy was rejected. He said, I passed everything, but I was doomed by my armpits, which are always a bit whiffy. I love that word, whiffy. That's my new favorite word. Uh-huh. Whiffy. <laughs> yeah, he's, whiffy. He's whiffy. <laughs> and don't you think that people all have their own scent in a way? Mm. Like, I think so. Like you know, there's another interesting phenomena which a lot of people we've talked about this before is that when you make out with somebody for the first time, um, for a long time, the next day you can taste them in your mouth, mm. and that is literally their bacteria setting up shop inside your body. And especially sometimes, not even you can taste like. Especially, if, I'll be honest. Sometimes you suck a dick. The next day, that dick taste is still in your mouth. <laughs> it's just it's the bacteria. Is that what it is? Yeah. Our bodies are covered with bacteria and dead skin cells, mm. oils, mm-hmm. chemicals, scents. And when we're having sex with somebody, all that shit gets on our bodies. And even with you know gargling and mouthwash and taking a shower, it's still it's hard to get rid it's of. still there. Well, you know you what guys like, um, do you like Fermenta cheese? I don't even know what that, that is. <laughs> You don't? Are you talking it's about like smegma? Smegma, you talk. I mean, like a body cheese. <laughs> you wrecked my joke. Oh, Munda oh. cheese is from under your ball. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were like trying to be a food snob. <laughs> no, it's stupid. You're supposed to say like, do you, do you like um, do you like from under cheese? I do not like smegma. That's all I have to say. If it's like yeah. that, you're just like, oh. If I see uh, a man's penis and has white foam around it, mm-hmm. I say, you know, wash that because there's something wrong. We got yeah. these. Uh, oh, it's, it's not a deal breaker. It's just, can you can you wipe off the rabies coming out of your dick? <laughs> we got these scents from uh, Make Me a Supermodel, Ronnie Kroll. He was like working with some company on the, and he sent us these pheromone scents and I sprayed it and I smelled it. And the thing, it all it smelled like to me was like uncut cock. But not the good uh, kind of uncut cock. It was just like, it was that rank smegma. cock. Yes. And I was just like, if that's what pheromones is, that's crazy. Well, you know, a lot of companies use uh, certain s- smells, you know, when you go into their store, they pump things in there. Disney. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know. Does that. They, mm-hmm. In the candy, uh, the, where they sell the candy, literally outside, they manipulate the public. And the reason they do this is because it, it affects their bottom line. They, they shoot out vanilla Sense right in front of their mm-hmm. candy to get stimulate your appetite into wanting to buy candy. I heard that it, like a dog or like people that take care of doggy daycares is that when they want the dogs to calm down, they spray vanilla that the vanilla calms down dogs. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that it affects dogs as well. Well, dogs have, I mean, I don't, we have 3% of our genes dedicated to scent. I don't know what dogs have. Dogs, they say like their ability to smell things is like 10,000 times ours. I'm, I might Shit. be exaggerating, but it's a lot. That's amazing. Well, if that's the case, how do dogs survive eating their shitty-ass smelling food? Because they smell when the protein was, in it. Ugh, when I was growing up, like, you I was doggy chow to too? feed the dog. I could never feed the dog <laughs> because I was just sort of wretch. Every time I opened that little can of mushed-up <laughs> dog food, it smelled so shitty. That's the showgirl's whistle. <laughs> I know. I, Time I don't to know drink how those drink. ladies ate all that doggy chow. I'm surprised so that gross. we went through this whole show so far without mentioning showgirls or quoting Well, you them. did now. So there you go. Well, they also say, like, with cats, is like cats, you know, they also have a, 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 a type of smell, too. And they actually, their smell and their vision are more tied together than humans. And that a, a cat, like, really can't see what's on a television set because it can't really smell what's on the television set. 
And so, like, tell, like they're looking at a TV set, but they're, they're really just confused by it. They're not actually seeing what's happening there because they can't smell what's going on. So when a cat looks at you, it's looking at you and smelling you at the same time. It's kind of – it's a complex mechanism. I wonder if breathing deeply has uh, – b- the reason that breathing deeply, besides delivering oxygen to the body, has a calming effect is also because your mind is kind of, like, taking a picture of the surroundings mm-hmm. of your room. And it's like – when you breathe in slowly, survive working mm-hmm. like in a um, in a uh, department store, like with those perfume counters. Like I'm at the point now where I can barely walk through that area of a store without getting a headache. I think they just so, get used to it. They get numb. Not, That's the same yeah. people that work in like hair salons. It's like how can you smell that perm solution all the time or whatever it is that they use all those chemicals on it stuff. You just get used to it. I used to you work. Think in, that's what happened yeah. to me with popcorn. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, and if you yeah. love your job, even if your job in, mm-hmm. you know deals with like you know if you're a sewage management, mm-hmm. maybe you like in, into poops. I used to work at a Japanese steakhouse too, and it's like if I was going out after work, sometimes I would literally I would wash my hair with shampoo in the kitchen sink because my hair would pick up that teriyaki smell. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, and I didn't want to be out like like that. Plus, I I sweat like a pig. So, see, I'm not a big sweater. Uh, which, which I think is another, you know, coming full circle. Uh, if 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 you're a drag queen, um, chances are, for whatever reason, you sweat a lot. <laughs> I don't know why, but drag queens tend to sweat a lot. They're athletes. Um, While you're moving around, you're performing. You're wearing a wig. That wig is like, you know, it's like. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wearing a wool hat on your head in the middle of yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But for, for whatever reason, luckily my face doesn't sweat very much. Mm. Whereas mine does. I actually, uh, when I eat spicy foods, my head sweats because I had a oral surgery to get my wisdom teeth taken out. And so they cut a nerve. And this is very common with people who've had oral surgery. And so you're, uh, when you're eating spicy foods, your tongue sends a signal to your brain, I'm eating spicy foods. And then your brain sends a signal back to your tongue to salivate. But it, get, it doesn't get there because of that, that cut nerve, and so it gets sent to your skin to salivate, and your skin interprets it as sweat. And so my head will sweat if I eat spicy foods. 
And, you know, when Mark ever dresses up in drag, we're basically spending half the time just wicking the sweat off of his Yeah, face. I don't know how you guys do it. I, that wig is I just, remember that, uh, actually. I, just, I, I have to come up with a new look where I'm less sweaty. Mark was so sweaty when you did your All About Evil It was per- also premiere. very hot. Here. It was 100 very degrees. hot in the theater. It was, hot. it was a hot night. Maybe... Yeah, I remember. I remember you guys sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. It was very, very warm there. You know, and, um, and the skirts and yeah, we wore. Yeah, it was, like, it was just, Chicago yeah. in August or something. Yes, it was, it was hot. Super hot. You know that dress? But maybe your drag look. Maybe you could be like a mermaid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, wet. You know that dress doesn't even fit anymore. I've lost so much weight. It fits. Really? You just got to take it in. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Well, and how's your personal training coming along? Shitty. I've been gaining weight. Oh, because you're in love. I'm still seeing my um, trainer, but I uh, my diet kind of went off the rails uh, this past summer. Well, because you fell in love this summer, and and the, and so That's when you fall true. in love, it's like you you know that you get cozy. Mm-hmm. We're both getting fatter. Well, now it's time in the relationship to to take it to the next level and get fit for each other. Yeah, he keeps saying that, and I'm like, uh huh. I want pizza for dinner. Aww. Aww, I'd love to eat pizza with you, Peaches. Uh, yeah, no, New it's York a, style. Well, you know, I had a bacteria from Mexico all last week, and I was praying that I would lose weight because I, I you know, mm-hmm. I um, you were was, shitting everything out. You know, I, I, honestly, my friend cousin Wonderlet, who also had the same bacteria, she had diarrhea once an hour for every hour every day. And actually had to make a homemade tampon just to get home on the airplane and still shit her pants on the airplane. It was a traumatic, traumatic Are you kidding experience. me? No, this is she all stuck true. Something she, never, up her... she doesn't listen to your show. This is the thing. I feel like she this. If listen. my friends don't listen to your show, then I have free reign to be able to tell their secrets. <laughs> oh, be careful. They're, they're, I know pants. she listens. <laughs> so she shit her pants I don't on want the airplane. Ruin your, on but the did, she really put a, did she really stick something up her butt? Yes, she made tampons out of toilet paper, rolled them, Nasty. and stuck them in her crack. Now, luckily, my symptoms did not uh, include explosive diarrhea. Mm-hmm. I had horrible headaches, intense, intense stomach cramping, and uh, like fever, a fever all the time. But amazingly enough, my fat ass was still able to eat a full meal. <laughs> I was still able to like somehow gain weight having a bacteria in my wow. system for, for 10 days. Poor, p- poor fat peaches. <laughs> poor fat peaches. Cousin Wonderland, on the other hand, has lost 12 pounds. That's amazing. Yay, girl! Woo! I know. We should... We, I said, honey, we should get that bacteria flown up from Mexico and just sort of inject you. <laughs> you know, for Montezuma's revenge. Peaches, I, I, I adore you, know, you sharing all these awesome stories about these stinky, stinky drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I haven't even really gotten into I mean, drag queens, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a traitor. You know, I'm kind of like, uh, what do they call that? Uh, a whistleblower. A whistleblower. That's what I am, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's it's got to be done. Also, I think the other thing, drag queens should carry around breast mints and gum. I mean, there's little things that you can do. Because they don't like to brush their teeth when they're in full makeup. No, mm. it's true. And I, I can't say that I blame them. Mm. Because it's very, you know, I usually floss and brush before I put on my makeup. But once you've start, started um, beating that face, you don't want to stick a toothbrush in your mouth. Mm. 
And that's really the, the one of the biggest culprits is that brushing your teeth is really hard when you have two inches of makeup on your face. It's true. It's very, very true. So maybe we we're just picking we're just kicking a dog when it's down because it's like <laughs> there's nothing they really can do about it. Why do you drag well? I think now? I think there are things they can do, but I'm not just going to be a whistleblower, you know, for drag queens. I think also, um, in general, I think gay guys really can smell bad and not even know it. Mm. Well, and you love you like love your people. community. You love your community. You love your friends, and that's why you're bringing all this stuff. Because if it's a little tough love, if you, I can, just want you know, everyone to be better. If, yeah. if, let's face it, if RuPaul's Drag Race were presented in Odorama, the ratings would go right down the toilet. <laughs> That's right. John Waters' technology, Odorama's passing out actual index cards with scratch and sniff spots and with different numbers. And through the movie, uh, this was polyester, right? You could smell what yes. the characters were smelling. Yes, exactly. It was, very, it was a great uh, gag. So every time Divine you know, smelled something. Francine Fishpaw in the movie had, a, had a, a, a perfect sense of smell, and she would go sniffing around. You yourself, the audience member, would, would uh, have the opportunity to, to smell the same thing. And most of the sm smells were pleasant, but he did stick a skunk in there and uh, a fart. And a fart. And a fart. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, scratch? I want to say it was the scratch and sniff penthouse or hustler. It was one of those. And if you scratched it, it smelled like vinegar or like a douche or something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, That's it was terrible. From when I was a kid, I think we got a hold of one. I love That's scratch kind of and sniff, uh, you know, ki kids' magazines and stickers and stuff. It was like, we love the, the artificial grape scent. Mm-mm. Mm. Peaches? Yeah, that's not really around anymore. I know. But they do have attractions now um, at the Disney theme parks where while you're watching uh, the 3D movie or, or you're on an attraction, like there's one called Soaring Over California, where they actually pump in the smells into the auditorium. That mm. is very surreal to me. You're flying over um, like a forest of pine trees and all of a sudden you start smelling pine. Does it Ooh. feel very realistic? Kind of. It's very subtle in the way it's done. It, 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 they're, they're, they're really honing it to be, you know, a perfected thing. Um, even the ocean and things, they, they pump in the smell. Do they and, still have uh, that? Because what's that in California Adventureland? Isn't that like Cars World now or something? No. Yeah, there is Cars Land, but they still have soaring. And they actually have the same attraction soaring over California and Florida as well at Epcot Center. Mm. Fascinating. I want to go to Disney with you, Peaches. Let's make that I know. We've got to go. we got to plan a trip. We'll go That'd to Disneyland. Good. Disney with Peaches Christ. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Disney stuff, mm. can I plug my next yeah. big event? Yeah, yeah. Plug them all. I have um, my big holiday show is coming up. Last year, I did The Shining as a Christmas movie. Nice. And this year, because I didn't really want to go in the same direction uh, with, with sort of subverting a horror movie as a Christmas film, I, I've decided to go more um, earnest, and we're going to do Edward Scissorhands Aww. as a big Christmas event. Uh, and so the pre-show is a tribute to Tim Burton films. It's a Tim Burton holiday review called The Nightmare we call Christmas. And uh, Martini is actually going to appear as Martini Scissor Claws. And I'll be the Diane Weiss character, Peg. 
and the pre-show. But the great thing is, is we're creating all this sort of fun stuff, like a holiday Beetlejuice number, and Pee Wee Herman will be there, and all sorts of um, people. I thought of it. The real Pee Wee uh, Herman? No. Oh. <laughs> no. You're like, Pee Wee Herman? We're not talking real, anymore. Nor, nor the real Beetlejuice. Okay. Nor the real Queen of Hearts. But, <laughs> you know... But you know, with Pee Wee Herman, it's kind of like if you just dress up and pull off, and you're funny enough, it, no one's going to notice. Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, is it's uh, a variety show of the Tim Burton characters you know and love, mm. and um, that'll be Saturday, December fifteenth at the Castro Theater. Oh man, that is a good show to go to. That I think it'll be fabulous. fun. We're really having fun coming up with everything. Are you going to stand around and sign autographs at the end of the show like you did with Sharon Needles last time? Probably. I mean, anyone who wants an autograph from Peaches, I'm always flattered. So, you know, I, I think after Death Becomes Her, um, you know, we did the same thing. The, the, the thing is with Sharon, of course, she had a whole fan meet and greet because everyone wanted to meet Sharon and have their their moment with her. Mm. Um, so, but anytime you anyone so wants to an autograph, I gotta say, you were so good at dealing with ev- all the stuff that was thrown your way at that event that I saw. I was like, I was seeing a, a master uh, in in her craft. <laughs> Thank you. You were like Joan Crawford signing those pictures. Carol, I want Caroline. I want that TV's turned on every day, three p.m. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I feel like it, it gives me like a little a little taste of what it must feel like to be a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a celebrity, Peaches. You are a star in my eyes, and I think in a lot of other people's eyes. And you smell good oh. too, girl. Gee, you Thank smell terrific. You. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, you guys. It was super fun. I hope I hope we've changed the world with this episode. <laughs> we probably have. We probably made a lot of people self conscious, though. Too. I think Cousin yeah. Wonderlet now from now on is going to like go see a dentist and you know use some <laughs> deodorant. I wonder if you guys can edit that thing out about her tampons. I'm, I'm now I'm wondering think, if I crossed the line. doesn't really know how to edit things. I, I, editing just, is really nobody's hard. Gonna, uh, everybody well, knows at least that. I could we say, know hey, you made girl, that up. I tried. You it's made a lie. It didn't happen. Uh, Peaches, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Wait, it's, let me it's just not say believable. This, all <laughs> that stuff I was saying about Cousin Wonderlet rolling up toilet paper and stuffing it up her butt, not true. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay, there we <laughs> well, go. Yeah, it's just not even possible. It's making things worse. <laughs> You're just making it worse. All that stuff, like her getting off the airplane with um, milky sort of shit running down her legs, um, you know, passing through customs back into the United States. Uh, that how could I? That that that's not true. Would you ever recommend going that? on a trip with her after something like that? No, no. I'd I go won't. on a trip with Cousin Wonderlet any time. That's okay, your scat well, queen. are you prepared to buy two seats on the airplane? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. One for her and one for her feces? <laughs> no, two for her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Peaches, we're going to end this podcast before uh, more pe- drag queens to attempt to uh, assassinate you for revealing oh, their kidding. secrets. There's no way I would ever not perform with Cousin Wonderlet or Lady Bear. <laughs> you know, I have I have a real uh, a real. Uh, the fatter I get, the more important they become. If you know what I mean. 
<laughs> you know, those two those two bitches on either side of me on stage really do. They, they create the illusion I'm looking for. They're slimming. <laughs> yeah. No, her her losing twelve pounds in my book is a real threat. I'm sending over a pizza tonight. In fact, <laughs> a fondue pot. <laughs> yeah, some fondue, some pizza, crispy creams, whatever it takes. Girl, you gotta, gotta make me look those, good. Peaches, have you fat. been have you been voting for us in the podcast awards at podcastawards.com? You have, yes. haven't you? Every day. Yes. You, this I is your have, last day to vote. The fifteenth. I have it bookmarked. I've been voting every day. Today is the last day to vote for your favorite podcasts, including Feast of Fun, who has been nominated in a best GLBT category. And we want to win that award. You can do so only once per day, and today's the last day. So go to your computer, type in podcastawards.com, and vote for us. You don't need to vote for anybody else, just vote for us. Mm-hmm. If, That's all. Because, you know, chances are well, you're listening to this. This is the only podcast you listen to. You know, and maybe you guys if you will win. We don't know. Listen, don't know. as Obama said, don't take anything for granted. You know. And that's why True. I, oh I want to so win stressful. in a landslide, you know. Actually, yeah. they never announced the. Uh, they've actually said one year that we won in a landslide. Really? Yeah, but that I, was the you first know, year, I think, wasn't it? It was the first year, and ever that, since, and the first year was kind of the special year because we got to stick it to all the haters. <laughs> 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 but this year, like, there's some really, really uh-huh. amazing, good shows up against us. You know, uh, we call them the the, the copycat shows. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so they're, you know, some people like they're going, hmm, is this Feast of Fun or is this something sounds a little else? disingenuous when you said really good shows. I think so, some of the shows are actually okay. good. And, um, and, you know, I'd like to win. I, you know, we never take anything for granted. True. Or maybe, you know, or don't vote for us, you know, and then we'll lose and then you'll be like, we'll still See? be here. See? We'll still be here. We well, I'm still standing. Let me just say, well, if, if, we lose, for you guys. if we lose, we will never mention it again. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. We will never talk about this again. Peaches, thank you so much, doll. I could talk to you all day. All right, you guys. It was great talking to you, and thanks for thinking of me. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye, doll. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Peaches Christ lives in San Francisco, California. Of course, check her out, peacheschrist.com, and go see her live shows, especially that Christmas one. That mm. sounds fantastic. I wish we could be there for it. I know. I wish we lived in San Fr- I wish we lived in Peaches of Christ's apartment. Mm. And or, that she would feed us every day. And give us coffee. Yeah. I'm thirsty. Oh, one last thing we wanted to remind people is drink some water. Mm. Water is dehydration. Is the number one cause of all sorts of ills, including bad skin, which Eight we talked about. Glasses a day. Well, it's the thing about it is, is that you're just not aware that you're not drinking enough, and so try this for one or a couple days. Keep a water journal, measure and 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 keep a record of the water you drank in one day. You don't have to do this all the time, but so you see if and don't change any of your habits. But so you, if you see that you're um, drinking enough water. And so Mm -hmm. one easy way to do that is to take a picture with your cell phone. Then later on at the end of the day, calculate how much water was based on the vessels that you used to consume that water. And and then you can see, oh, my God, I'm a camel. I live in the desert. I only drink like four ounces of water a day. You're making me thirsty right now. And when you're working out, uh, drinking water. Water can be – it is the ultimate energy drink. A lot of people just don't carry a water bottle with them – while they work out and just take small little sips, that water can really just 
keep your body going because you're sweating so much when you lift weights. And we want to hear from you. What smells do you really like? What turns you on? What turns you off? What's really disgusting? Tell us. Uh, go to feastoffun.com and comment. Are you one of those real estate agents that puts a bowl of green apples in an apartment to make it look bigger? That's not anything to do with smell. Yeah, the smell of green apples psychologically. It was the scent of the green apples that makes people think subconsciously that the room is bigger. Did you know that we produce five awesome podcasts five days a week? And if you subscribe at feastoffun.com slash plus, you'll get them all. Don't miss out. Yeah. I mean, you can get a fabulous Feast of Fun podcast five days a week. Chances are, if you're a free listener of the show, you only get a, a tip of the fabulous, delicious iceberg well-scented iceberg that is Feast of Fun. It is a feast for all the senses. And uh, literally, I mean, we did a show about uh, your skin. We did a show about your sense of smell today. We've done shows about skipping. And if we don't do podcasts like this, you know, who else will? Who else is going to do a podcast like this? No one else. And that is because it is made possible because of the financial support of listeners like you and your subscriptions. So if you love the podcast and you want to get a free, uh, not more than just free podcasts uh, when you listen to our podcast, go to freestafun.com slash plus and upgrade your account. You're going to get your own private podcast feed that you can use to sync up with all your, uh, uh, just the same way you listen to the show, sync up with all your players and you can listen to Feast of Fun on the go five days a week. And if you if you visit feastoffun.com slash plus and it seems confusing to you, shoot me an email at mail at feastoffun.com. I'll be happy to walk you through the process. If you have any questions, just let me know. Mail at feastoffun.com. And I'll remind people, too, we've got T-shirts for sale at feastoffun.com slash store. I have very few T-shirts left of Obama riding a unicorn, shooting rainbows out of his hands. I only have small and extra larges. Order today. Thank you so much for listening. Happy farting. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.